Okay, so the theme this month is romance for Valentine's Day. Uh, we got some very awkward sexual encounters that I get to read. <laughs> That'll be fun. We have 12 submissions. Um, they're a little, they're all a little shorter than last time, but they get pretty damn crazy. This this episode's gonna be a wild ride. And we're drinking wine. And we're both drinking wine. And we encourage all of you to also drink some wine. Yeah, if you drink wine, we've got some people yeah. who don't drink. That's okay. Unless you're sober, but if you're not sober, you know, drink <laughs> some wine. If you yeah. have to drive somewhere, don't drink some wine. Yeah. So here is your warning to anybody listening. This episode is going to be very X-rated. Like we already allow cussing and inappropriate topics. But this one is going to have cussing and sexual things, a lot of uh, mention of dick sucking. <laughs> um, so if you have children, um, you, you should put headphones on. If you're at work, yeah, make sure your boss isn't listening. <laughs> Unless you work from home, then blast it. Unless kids around. I mean, I think everyone should listen. Bring the kids. You're going to find out sometime. <laughs> Let's start with our stories. I have one story this time and I didn't write it. So I'm just going to wing it and tell it. So I don't really have a lot of romance stories to tell about myself because um, I've been in relationships forever, my whole adult life. Um, I've been with the person I'm with now for 11 years, <laughs> 12 this year. Well, not till December. But yeah, like I was with the same person all through high school, then another person all through my early 20s. So um, a lot of my stories end up kind of being about other people in my life, but I was there for the story. So whatever that counts. So um, I was probably 20 years old. I kind of had nowhere to go except for to live with the guy I was dating at the time. Um, and he lived in the college area in San Diego with two dude roommates who were also SDSU students. I wasn't, I went to community college. So it was a two bedroom apartment and him and one of the roommates shared a bedroom that was long and skinny. We slept in a twin bed on one wall and his roommate slept on a full size mattress on the other, um, the other wall. So there was only maybe a yard between our beds because it was a small room and we all three of us slept in the same room. But uh, so me and the guy I was dating, we went out to some party. I don't even know where we were, but we came home late, like, you know, two, three in the morning. And we walk in just giggling, drunk. And the guy I'm dating goes to go um, into the bedroom because both of the bathrooms were inside of the bedrooms. So we couldn't use the bathroom without going into our bedroom. So he like cracks the door and then like shuts it real quick. And he looks at me and he said, oh, um, the roommate has a girl over. And we're like, oh, okay. And we just giggled and we were making top ramen at three in the morning at this point and like put on some TV and we were just giggling and being stupid and we didn't have anywhere to be in the morning. So we were fine just eating top ramen and waiting a little bit before we went and like crawled into bed. 
because we didn't want to walk in on the roommate having sex with some girl. And that was very rare, like that he would have a girl over. So we just, you know, gave him his privacy. Maybe like 20 minutes later, the roommate walked out and this guy, he's 6'6", big dude. And he walks out just like towering over us on the couch. And we look up and just me eyes with him and he's all groggy like he just woke up like his eyes are half asleep it's I mean it's three in the morning <laughs> and he's looking down at us when my the guy I was dating is like oh hey dude sorry like did we wake you up sorry if we were being loud like we saw I saw you had somebody in there so we're just hanging out on the couch and he's like did you see the girl in there and he's like yeah I'm sorry about that dude uh and he's just is all serious and looks at us he's like she wet the bed and we just start like we're trying he's so serious we're trying to be serious too but we just start busting up laughing and then he even like cracks a smile too but then he gets all serious again and he's like I have to work at six in the morning like I I need to go to sleep and like and I Oh, we, we quoted this for so long. So I know it word for word. He's like, I woke up and it was so hot. I was like, man, I am sweaty. And then he realized like, oh, that's not sweat. Like he's in a puddle of pee. So he goes and takes a shower and he's like, yeah, I, I'm going to have to sleep on the couch because I need to get up for work at six in the morning. We were tired anyway, after we ate our ramen, we were going to go to bed so we had to slip into bed in a tiny ass twin bed right by this girl who's just passed out drunk. They they went to another party. So they were wasted at another party, also got home late. Um I Wait, did it smell like pee? I couldn't smell anything. Oh, that's good. Um so f- as <laughs> far as I know. Bit. Yeah. Um I know I couldn't I couldn't smell anything from where I was at but also I was drunk so I was and I was I was like just ready to go to bed so we got into bed and fell asleep they were partying we were partying so I I assumed they probably hooked up so she was a girl that he had his eye on for a while that lived in the building so thankfully she lived in the building I am a very light sleeper so I started hearing her shuffle around early the next morning. And I was just like, uh-oh, pretend you're asleep, pretend you're asleep, pretend you're asleep. Because I felt so bad and I didn't want to make things more awkward for her. Because she just all of a sudden wakes up in a room with two strangers. And the guy that she slept with is just gone. And she's in a puddle of pee. And so I didn't want to be like, hey, <laughs> what's up is that your pee (laughs) you know so I just pretended to be asleep but I was like you know listening and I just hear like let out a long sigh just like (sighs) and then she's also like confused and then like I hear her go in the kitchen she takes a paper towel and writes a letter and like takes all the sheets off the bed and leaves the letter on the mattress, and then goes back to her apartment. And of course, I was nosy, so I got up and read it. You have to read that. Uh, Yeah, you have to. Yeah, and uh, it said, hey, I don't know where you went, 
but I'm sorry and I'm gonna wash the sheets which is kind of messed up because like did he not tell her that he had to work in the morning uh yeah well hopefully those I was nice and I pretended to be asleep so see that would have been so bad if I like if I was her I would be like please don't wake up please don't wake up for the other people you know like we <laughs> yeah. were like a yard away from her. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, so poor so girl. Embarrassing. Uh-huh. Yeah, and you know what? For everyone out there who pees the pants sometimes or whatever, you know, we still love you. We love you, right? It's, va- it's Valentine's Day, and our Valentine is people who pee the bed or the <laughs> pants. You're okay. I pee my pants a few times. Um, I actually stopped peeking my pants uh, pretty late in life. Mm. I think people usually learn to not piss the pants while they sleep. Um, what? How old were you when you stopped peeing in your sleep, Bridget, if I may ask? For me, it would have been really early because I can remember until I was three. And I never peed my pants after that. Are you fucking kidding me? No. Three? But I do, like, go pee. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have any. Yeah, I don't know. How old do you think I was when I like consistently never peed while I slept anymore? Um, without high. without alcohol involved or with? Absolutely, before I ever drink. <laughs> We're talking about oh. the first round. The first time you learn not to pee yourself is the first round. Damn, I don't know. Favorite. Let me know. Yeah, let, no, no. Guess high though. Guess high. Yeah, yeah. Guess like a high number. What do you think it was? Well, then I'm 13. 13? <laughs> you said hi. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, no. I stopped before 13. Um, it was probably close, eight. though. It was probably it eight. Was way past eight. I mean, probably like 11 or something. I mean, some, uh, uh, some kind of age where, where people used to have full-time jobs. <laughs> Thankfully, not anymore, but I'm just saying, like, that's how different life is these days. Like, I peed till I was 11. They had jobs. Crazy. (laughs) Oh, your turn to tell a story. Oh, shit. All right. (laughs) Where do I start here? All right. So, I guess, all right, this happens in 2004. And I was really in love and very, very psychologically damaged and traumatized as a child and stuff. And like this really plays into that. So um, like I was really in love with someone who was really in love with me. But then also, you know, we all started doing cocaine and stuff. And there was some lying and uh, manipulative, you know, abuse and stuff. And uh, anyway, like, I mean, she said that she loved me, but then also she's like banging our friend who was like giving lots of cocaine to everybody and stuff, which was cool. I uh, got to do a lot of blow, but the medication I was on for depression and stuff like was like, we all, we all somehow heard that, uh, that it was like super deadly combo with cocaine. Like it's the second worst thing to mix with it. It was like effects her at the time. Uh, I don't even know if that's true, but that's just what we heard. So I was like, oh, I'm going to snort some effexor and fucking cocaine and like be, you know, test the limits of death and stuff. Cause that's the kind of stuff I like to do. So I did. And my heart went real slow and like, uh, it was fucking crazy and they were there and stuff. But anyway, um, 
he this guy would be giving me drugs and stuff too and i began to think of like he was like trying to fucking take me out because them two were banging and like lying to me about it and shit and then finally when i found out about it like for sure for sure it was like just this weird psychological game that kept going on i should have let go to this love interest of mine but i didn't because i was young and stupid and like desperate really um so anyway we're gonna skip a bunch of the drama stuff and just get to like the crazy part okay so one time i saw we're gonna call him c and uh, i saw him in rancho like in the back seat of a car with like four other dudes they were in a car and i was in my van um that i just gotten uh the day before my parents gave me their old minivan green dodge grand caravan and so like i loaded it up with all the ninja weapons i had and stuff and like picked up a bunch of friends and like went out and i was just like let's drive around and shit you know like i get to drive now um so it was cool and then i saw him and i was like i'm gonna fucking kill him dude like i'm he's dead like i'm gonna kill him today uh because i guess i thought that was the right decision to make so i started driving after them and uh we got in a high-speed chase from like the from the 94 where it starts in rancho san diego to like just before downtown around around like the 25th exit we fucking i went after him man like we both cars just happened to max out at 111 miles an hour and i had a machete my machete was my favorite thing at the time so i had a machete hanging out the window like tiptoeing like down to keep the 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 gas floored and I'm like hanging my body as far as I could and like trying to hit the tires of their car with the machete. But like our cars were weirdly locked at 111 miles an hour. Like I could not gain on them and they could not get away. So I'm like right behind it. Wasn't close enough. Couldn't do it. So anyway, that was like one of the most exhilarating things that has ever happened in life. I hate to say it because I'm so embarrassed about this now. I would never do this kind of thing now. Um, I understand I was wrong, but I'm just saying it was like really exhilarating. Um, so they pulled off uh, around 25th and then uh, I followed them and so they went and they went into a dead end. And I still don't know exactly where that is, even though I'm pretty familiar with the area. But um, they pulled into a dead end where there's like a loop around. Right. And while they were looping around, I was like, all right, I'm going to fucking jump out. I'm going to block. So when they have, they have to come out of this circle. So I'm going to block them with the van while I jump out onto the car. Like, so they'll either have to hit the van or go through me, you know? So that was my plan. And like, I set it up and fucking dipped. But like, as I said, I got this van the day before and I basically didn't know how to drive. So like... (laughs) I'd, so the van slowed down way faster than I thought it was going to. And they had plenty of room to just drive away. And like, I jumped out like, and it was not as cool as I thought it was going to be in my head. They, they just got away. Um, and then I went into a rage. There's like five or six of my friends in the, in the van with this who were all just dead quiet the whole time. Um, but I like just let some anger out, you know, I let some anger out on a dumpster. I like hit it with the machete, a bunch of stuff. And it was just like, fucking shit. I am, I'm, I'm, it's all about me. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> and I was like, all right, let's leave. So like, I get in the car and the sun has come down by now. And we start driving out and there's, there's like a wall of lights. And 
uh, it's dark and all you can see is a wall of lights. And um, there's like, they're all cop cars and they all have their lights on. And like, while I'm slowing down, a cop, I'm, while I'm slowing down, I did not stop the vehicle. While I'm slowing down, I'm lowering the window to like, <laughs> my plan was to casually be like, hey guys, what's going on? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> but because obviously people had cell phones, in, you know, at this time and like everybody Wait. called the police and they're like, this fucking van is driving down the freeway, like cra- like chasing a car with a sword out the window. Like you have to go get to, <laughs> obviously, obviously the cops were aware, right? Uh-huh. So all, but all we saw was like all these lights and a cop fucking pulls me out of the window before the van stops. Before I can stop the vehicle, like he's pulled me out of it, and like another guy jumped in, like put it apart. I could not see the guns, but I know that they all had guns drawn. Like mm-hmm. it, they were, there were, there were fucking like eight cop cars. They were Did you barricaded still have the a, road. You still have a machete in your hand? Yeah, I have two over there. But they no, took did that you one. Have a, did you have it in your hand? Oh, at the time, no, 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 uh, no, no. It was, it was like by my feet, and I had just gone to the mall. We just went to the mall, and and like, uh, I, I fucking, I bought, I bought one of the friends there, who you know, um, his initials are E D, and he wore camo <laughs> pants all the time, and you know mm-hmm. who I'm talking about, right? I think so. He stole me an Xbox controller, so and I bought him a nunchaku, like a, like nunchucks um in 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 exchange because they were cheaper <laughs> so we just so the cops took that they took a butterfly knife i just bought that day at the mall we just bought a bunch of weapons at the mall and uh and, and the cops took them all they never Good old parkway them. plaza huh that's what i'm guessing it was, it was parkway plaza. yeah yeah that's um, exactly yep so they took me to jail and then Ed, uh i mean our other friend whose name starts with e um had to come and pick everyone up uh, and like yelled at me later he yelled at me because he was inconvenienced and I was like dude I went to jail it sucks man like but he was like no fuck you I had to like go pick everyone up and drive them home <laughs> what what an asshole right like <laughs> Wait, so anyway who, uh, so Steve, all, huh? go ahead go ahead who all was in the other car I don't know who those people I don't I don't know I don't know that I've ever seen them or met them again I don't know Wait, was it the was girl just, in the car or just the guy? No, she was not. I was going oh, okay. after the guy. Because yeah, I was yeah. angrier I was angrier at him. Uh-huh. And it's funny because it's like, well, why? Like, uh-huh. if anything, I should be angrier at her, you know? And, you know, now I am. But also, <laughs> uh, but, and the, but also, you know, she is, she's A, and she and I got back together for a couple years, like eight years later. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a lot of other stories involved with that, obviously. Um, but, uh, but during that, um, I saw a, and I saw C the guy and, mm-hmm. and I fucking, I, I bought us around a sushi and I like apologized to him. I was like, I'm really sorry. Like he wronged me, but I shouldn't, I shouldn't have done that. Like that's <laughs> like, that, that's like, that's, that's kind of crazy. You know what I mean? Like, that's <laughs> really, that's not really good for, for yeah. like, you can't do that. Like, come on. Um, so I, I fucked wait, up. How old were you? I was 18. Okay. What did you get charged with? I got charged with the same thing I got charged with, like at least half my fucking cases on my record for the same thing. Possession of ninja weapons. <laughs> or oh, that's it. I didn't get charged with anything else. What? They didn't they, because they didn't have any proof for anything because people didn't have cameras and shit on their phone. Yeah. If they had 
if people had cameras on front, if that happened today, oh yeah, he'll be in prison for that. He'd be on the news. But, but that happened. Yes, definitely. And that, but the thing is, is that did happen in 2004. And I'm telling this story purely as a hypothetical because <laughs> I don't know if that happened, and neither do you. That's and legally speaking, neither do you. You don't know. <laughs> I, I I was sober the last episode, but I'm not this time, so I could just be making shit up. You don't know. So anyway, I'm not going to jail. And I probably deserve to if I did that thing that I did. But I did go to jail. So whatever. It was fu- everything. Yeah, you out. went to jail. You're good. I got everybody sushi later, except everyone else in the car who I horrified. They're probably like still freaked out about that. And I, I don't even know who those guys are. So Man, we have another that's, that's, story. I feel, I feel bad. We have another story where you did something wrong. And then you made up, you uh, like helped the person out later and made up for it. But we'll we'll do that one next episode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Party fouls. That'll be a good one. Let's hear some stories. We have twelve stories, and we have not started yet. So let's do that. But like I said, they're all fairly quick, so we're not saying any names this time. Everybody's anonymous. So here's the first story. Oh, let's just make up names for them. This one. Yeah, like Ted Cruz. That was a funny one. Okay, so this this story is by Ted Cruz, like you said. Ready? <laughs> is it actually, though? No. How to begin this story. Um, I worked the door at a place that did shows uh, for a long time. So I spent a lot of time at the front of this venue. Uh, and it was an all-ages venue, so it was mostly kids coming. Um, by kids, I mean, like, like teenagers and 20-somethings, not like kid kids and so i spent a lot of time at the front and there was always um, at least one or two kids whose parents would drop them off uh, sometimes the parents would come in and look around um you know the kind of thing when you have kids and you, you're you're worried about you know your teenage kid hanging out with a bunch of uh, degenerate punk kids for the night yeah i feel like i probably would have been at one of these possibly uh, at the same time yeah, yeah, you, you know, you probably were. Um, so one evening after a show was over, some mom came to the door and uh, was just standing there waiting. And me trying to be a friendly person said, like, hey, you know, if you're waiting for your kid, you can just go in there and grab them. Uh, and she said, no, no, you know, let them have fun. You know, they're only going to be young once. And that led to a conversation between the two of us. Uh, she and I talked for probably a good half hour um ended up we both went to the same university uh, at different times though and during the conversation uh she gave me the, the standard uh speech you get from parents who think they're still cool of like oh yeah you know when i was young i used to i used to go to shows or i used to do cool things or whatever and most of the time i just blow it off and, and don't believe them or, or don't really care um which sounds like a dick move but like like, how many times can you hear, like, some boring parent go, yeah, when I was young, I used to be cool. It's like, I mean, we a lot of us have even had cops do that, so. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, really, <laughs> like, who cares if some, it was usually, like, some kid's dad who would, like, try to tell me, like, oh, yeah, you know, I was cool when I was a kid. I saw Motley Crue, and I'm like, great, so did 20,000 other people. Uh, anyway, so she told me, like, oh, yeah, you know, when I was younger, I used to go to shows and blah, blah, blah. I just kind of like, oh, yeah, you know, whatever, just like talking. And then she actually like 
named off shows she went to and i was like oh shit you really did go to shows like she was talking about like going to places like fairmont hall and wabash and you know places where shows were in the in the mid 80s so we just kept talking and talking and um at the end of the night when her you know kids came walking out she's like oh hey you know we should hang out sometime and i was like oh okay uh sure and so she gave me her phone number um I didn't really think about it. I was like, oh, am I going to call this, you know, this mom of some kid that comes to shows? Like, it could be kind of awkward. So I didn't call for a week. Um, and then I finally called her. We talked for a while on the phone. And then she's like, oh, uh, what are you doing tonight? And I was like, uh, nothing. I'm just, you know, I've worked all day and I'm just going to hang out at home. She's like, oh, well, you should swing by here sometime and we'll hang out. I was like, oh, okay. Like, I... I'm not dumb or naive, but like I didn't understand that like she was basically asking me to come over to have sex. Um, uh, but that's what she was doing. Um, so I did go over. Uh, we hung out and we did have sex, and it was really awkward because her kid lived at home, and she was like, "Yeah, you have to be quiet, and my kid can't see you here." And I was like, "Okay, that, you know, that, that was the that was the first woman I was involved with that had kids." Um, so that was new to me. We kept quiet. Um, I ended up, you know, leaving through the back door because you know, didn't want the kid to see me. So, you know, that happened. And I thought it was just going to be a one-off thing. Uh, but she ended up calling me like three days later, I think. And was like, hey, you know, had a good time. Do you want to come over again? I was like, yeah, sure. Come over. Um, and I should also mention that um, I was significantly older than all these kids going to shows. So there wasn't really like a, a peer group of uh, women involved in punk and hardcore my age that were available for dating. So I mostly at that time dated women who were just non-punk women. So I ended up uh, hanging out with her again. It was the same thing where she's like, you know, you got to be quiet. Can't let my kids see you. And then it happened a third time. She was, you know, she told me, it's like, you know, I like you, I'm hanging out with you, but I can't be seen in public with you because my kid goes to punk shows. And I don't want my kid knowing that I'm having sex with someone who books and works at a, you know, door of a venue. So for uh, like roughly a year, maybe like a year and a half um, after shows, she would come pick up her kid and, you know, like give me the knowing look. And then after I finished cleaning up the show, I would go to her house and sneak in the house um and we'd have sex and then have to sneak back out it was like being a teenager and i would see her kid at shows and i couldn't say anything like like hey how's your mom or you know like say anything i had to pretend like i didn't know who yeah. this kid was i didn't know who their mom was mm -hmm. um and uh and i still see that kid at shows uh they are an adult now <laughs> uh, and i still run into them sometimes i i don't I mean, I know who they are. I know all about them because their mom told me about them. Um, but I have to pretend like I don't know who it is. So, yeah, that happened. And the only reason that it ended was because, like like I said, it was like a year, year and a half. I don't remember how long exactly. Um, she uh, she called me, and I thought it was you know her usual booty call, like, hey, come over. And she's like, hey, we have to talk. And I was like, oh, shit, now it's you know something serious. Like, I, I don't want to deal with this. Um, so we met someplace and she told me like, I can't see you anymore because I'm getting married. 
So part okay. of the reason that I was sneaking in and out is because there was a uh, a serious boyfriend that I didn't oh. know about. So I felt like shit for a long time afterwards because I was like, like you know, if she's lying about that, what else is she lying about? And I felt bad for that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, she told me like, "Hey, I'm getting married," um, and so that ended. Yeah, at least she didn't invite you to the wedding. Yeah, um, no, but the funny thing is, is um, like like three or four years after that, maybe it was like out of the blue, she called me and she's like, hey, uh, my husband's out of town. Do you want to come over? Wow. Like, no, like no fucking way. Yeah. So and then to make it even uh, more ridiculous. Uh, that's not the only mom of kids who went to punk shows that I ended up having sex with. <laughs> nice. So the the second one was um, another mom that I met, uh, but I I didn't meet her at uh, the place where I booked shows and worked the door. Um, I met her at the Casbah. We hung out. We talked all night. Everything went quite well. Um, we ended up going on a few dates, and then one thing leads to another. We have sex. Um, and I end up spending a bunch of time at her house, and then I find out, like, maybe a month of hanging out that she has kids, and uh, and she's like, oh, yeah, you know, my kids, they, they, you know, they go to punk shows, and they go probably to the punk shows that you do, you do. and I was like, oh, like, that's great. Um, <laughs> and then she introduced me to her kids uh, because they lived with her part-time and their dad part-time, um, and one time when I came over, the kids were home. Uh, she introduced me to the kids, and I immediately recognized them, uh, and they recognized me. <laughs> and both those kids stopped going to the shows uh, at oh. the place where I was working uh, because it was, it was too awkward for them. Oh, man, that was great. Um, it was sad. It was so sad. It was great, though. So I went on to tell him about um, how in high school you had a crush on my mom and used to tell me that you were going to be my stepdad someday. Yes, yes, yes. But I meant that affectionately. It was no disrespect or anything, but I just thought it'd be cool uh, if uh, Mrs. Bridges' mom and I got together. It would be kind of cool, you know, because we shared time. We shared time in a hot tub. Maybe it meant nothing. Sure, it didn't. Mostly because I was like fucking... <laughs> Well, it's like 15 or something like just mm-hmm. very certainly a not approachable age to date <laughs> uh as a grown-up you know a 15 but, year old yeah yeah but i mean we were in the hot tub together you guys all left you guys all she came we were all hanging out and then she came to hang out everybody left and i and i was still there and i was like i wish that i had the the words but I'm I'm too young. I don't know the words. Make her love me. You don't want that. <laughs> we, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, growing up is hard. It's uh, you, you find out nothing is as it seemed, and uh, I'm not gonna be your stepfather, Bridget. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I will that's, always be your friends. Yes, that that's much better. I like that better. It is. Yeah, it is probably for the best. Yes, but also. Please tell your mom I said hi. <laughs> Just, you know. All right. Okay, so now we have a written submission from, um, let's come up with a name. Uh, we, we need a list of, like, crazy names. 
Uh, I like to just go on the fly. Just, to, I mean, what's the name yeah. to start with? What what letter does it start with? You know, C. And then some kind of C. I mean, there's lots of things that start with C. I mean, just something. See, I don't know who it is, so it's it's hard. So um, I can't really. But like something that starts with C. That's or another name. We'll or, call her Crystal. That's not very. Is funny. that clever though? No. No. Well, it might be funny. We don't know if it's funny or not because, like, if they're like, was it a meth addict? Because that'd be funny. But, <laughs> but, but, I mean, that would not be funny. Obviously, that'd be very sad. But yeah, ironic. But the the fun, yeah, like there, there's that little bit of funny in the sadness, you know. Okay. Which is what I think life is all about. Um, so, Crystal. I think she would find it funny if we named her Crystal. So her name's Crystal. Okay, Does here's she Crystal. Do meth? No. But uh, okay, we cool. always send each other screenshots of like crystal worshippers, you know. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So okay, I have a so... lot to say about that, but I'm gonna. Say it later, <laughs> but I have a lot to say about that. Okay, so this is Crystal's story. Very well. So here I go telling people stories. It's gonna be real awkward reading people's uh, sex shit, but here I go. All right. The story was supposed to be taken to my grave, but this is a terrible party story to be told. Long ago in high school, 2003, it was my senior year and I had just started dating my boyfriend, Miguel, who was still a virgin. I was definitely not a virgin when I met him, but I gave him a white lie that I never went all the way with anyone, lol. Before we had started dating, he had already stressed to his friends the importance of losing his virginity before graduation cliche coming of age movie plot right there. After Miguel and I began dating, I found his mom hated me. I thought it was because Miguel was a mama's boy and I was just unlucky being his first girlfriend. Looking back, I think she sensed I would be the one to take away her son's innocence. She always made sure to never leave us alone together at the house and we had to have his bedroom door open at all times. One time while we were watching TV in his room, he tried to feel up my breasts and she happened to walk by and yelled down the hallway in Spanish, Calmate Miguel, Spanish for calm down Miguel. She later referred to me as Spider, which upset me because he was the one feeling me up. But anyway, one weekend his mom was going out of town. Miguel had two older sisters in college who were already planning to host a house party while their mom was out. Miguel and I planned to be there, but we also knew this would be a great opportunity for us, but really him, to lose our virginities to one another. During the evening of the party, everyone was drinking cactus cooler mixed with tequila. Miguel and I snuck off to his mom's bedroom, the only room with a lock on the door. Miguel was prepared with a condom, and I ran to the bathroom to put on cheap lace lingerie that I bought from Hot Topic. As I was changing from my boring panties to a slut string, G-string, I noticed a bright red flash of juicy stain on my underwear. I started my period. I was mortified, but Miguel was ready and waiting. I had to think fast, so I just decided to pretend I didn't realize I was menstruating. I planned to play it off under my original lie that I was also still a virgin and act surprised and pretend the blood was from the tearing of my hymen. What does a teenage virgin know about a woman's body anyway? I came out of the bathroom in my ho hot topic outfit complete with stripper heels and he laid waiting on his mother's bed condom in place. I tried to skip right to the penetration and get it over with but he wanted to impress me by going down on me. Apparently, he was given advice from his guy friends in order to please me. 
so Miguel was insistent on giving me oral sex. This surprise came with an awkward exchange of me desperately trying to dissuade him otherwise. He finally gave in to just having sex. Several virginal pumps in after I think maybe he won't notice. He pulls out and says, is that blood? Quick to respond, I squeal, aye, you tore me. I'm a horrible actress and he isn't sure whether to believe me or to recognize this as period blood. He did grow up with sisters, so I think he probably felt embarrassed for me. Either way, we were done. The mood was gone. Not that there was much mood to begin with. I changed out of my slut costume while Miguel cleaned off his dick and we prepared to return to the party. Unbeknownst to us, Miguel's sister told everyone at the party that their younger brother snuck off with his girlfriend to lose his virginity. Upon exiting his mother's room, we were surrounded by the rest of the party clapping for us and cheersings with red cups. His sister's male friends were drunkenly praising him and high-fiving him. I still remember the disappointed look on his face as he faked a smile when the others asked him if it was everything he dreamed of. There's nothing sexy about having sex on your mom's bed, but I still to this day feel gratified that I took Miguel's virginity while basically starting my period on his bitchy mother's bed. I know he did not finish. We went on to date for a year before breaking up, but I'm pretty sure this was a red flag to him. Pun intended. <laughs> that was great. That was great. So was real. real. So real. Favorite part is mm-hmm. how none of that would be a big deal at all if it was just like there was more occasion and honesty and stuff it's like going on. all right hey this is gonna but no because that's teenage years for everybody like when you're a kid you gotta like you you, you gotta be cool and stuff. like you know like you're a loser if you don't know what's up or whatever it's like mm-hmm. all this social pressure to know this and that and it's like it's okay to not know and just like talk about that and say you know and like uh and and, and if they had done that it would have been a funner time but it wouldn't have been as fun of a story for us to enjoy now so yes silver linings totally awkward okay so our next one is another person named crystal not joking okay (laughs) well but you made the last name up so how could that even be because they have the same name because it's another c name that's another c yes oh it's the same c name Yes, it is. So this kind of like this whole show is really like kind of like you have to follow the clues. You have to see. crack the clues code. Do. That's yeah, not nice. That's, yeah. No, it's okay. not nice. It's just like a fun do if people wanted to be crazy or something. Okay. You know? I don't recommend it. And people are crazy according to their stories. The person who I'm currently seeing was like, you're going to put some dude on blast. And I'm like, if I, I don't, I was trying to think of what year it was. And I was, I was referencing, um, like looking at his social media and I was like, damn, it must've been MySpace, I guess. Like even oh. before Instagram, like it was a long time ago. That's There's a no long way. time ago. Exactly. exactly. It's kind of, it, yeah, it's like, it's kind of shitty that I'm sharing the voicemail, but I've been waiting to show this to somebody that's not just one of my, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's so good. It's so sad. How'd you, how'd you meet him? Okay, so start. I guess I was on Tinder, which I had. I was bartending, so it was within the last ten years. Um, which working at a bar is like super hard to have something like that because you know that there's guys just sitting at the bar, like 
flipping through it. Like I had guys come up, like a guy come up to me during one of my shows and be like, oh, I saw you on Tinder and we didn't match. Like, why didn't you swipe right on me? A separate person. Jeez. Yeah. But yeah, very aggressive. So like online dating, when you are around people like that all the time, it's dating is hard in general, I would say. So anyways, I met this guy on Tinder or what was the one before that? Is that the first one? I don't know. I have never done any uh, <laughs> dating. Dating. Yeah, you should try it. <laughs> I've been with the same person since 2009. Yeah. Just, do it, just do it for fun and don't ever go on a date, but just to like check it out and get some, you could maybe get some good stories for this. Like That's somebody true. saying they want to drink your bath water. That has happened. Oh. Anyway, so I matched with this guy and it like would tell you if you had mutual friends and we had a few mutual friends and we started talking and my best friend was like, oh, just do it. Like, it'll be fun, whatever. So we made plans. I lived in North Park or South Park and he lived in North Park. So we like met at Bird Park. We both walked there. And before I went, I looked at his social media, which for some reason I had it before that. And I saw his artwork and I was like, like artwork that he makes. And I knew that I would not be interested in him before even <laughs> like going into Cole's like, just go. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, I, after seeing that, I made like a Nalgene bottle full of bullet bourbon with just lemon and bitters in it and ice. So I drank like a third of it before I even got to the park, got to the park. He walks up and I, his converse you know how when people tie their converse like so tight (laughs) (laughs) do you know what I'm talking about like it's a certain type of person anyways poor guy was he wearing Uh, like Dickie's shants no (laughs) he had he had just regular clothes on that were definitely maybe from his mom from Christmas but his converse were like too big and tied too tight like you don't buy your size in converse you figure out what size you are in commerce kind of thing mm-hmm. and they yeah yeah anyway we went to the zoo because I had a pass that got someone in so that was where I would take my dates because it was easy because it's BYOB you know and oh yeah you know know. yeah yeah oh yeah. yeah so we go to the zoo I was blasted obviously he was definitely drunk we walk and we go to get a drink in not Panama 66 but the other restaurant there and on the way back, I'm like, okay, like walking back, he kisses me and I'm like, oh God. And I was like, I had to pee so bad. And I stopped him from kissing me, peed behind a different tree. And we like went to Bluefoot and that like, that was that. And so we go to Bluefoot and we sit down and Bluefoot closes pretty early because of the residential early area that they're in. So on weekdays, I believe it's 10 PM mm-hmm. and weekends is 12 PM. But so we go to Bluefoot. We sit at a table. He goes to get our drinks. He comes back, and I see my uh, friend who works at the bar. Person. And you know how Bluefoot, it's, like, separated by the bar, so there's, like, the two sides. Mm-hmm. So Person. he's on the other side. I go talk to Person. Next thing I know, I go to the bathroom, and all the lights are on, and the bar is empty. Like, I ended up just sitting and hanging out with my friend who works at the bar, and a few other people that I knew who all are like intertwined, including with this person that I had just gone out with. Like he knows them probably better than me, I would mm. say maybe. I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, I was wasted and I lived down the street. So my friend walked me home, awkwardly like confesses how he's had a crush on me 
as he's like saying that he has to go home to his girlfriend. Um, oh no! Yeah. So, anyways, I pass out. I wake up and I can't find my fucking phone. Finally, find my phone, and I had at least twenty missed calls from the person who I'd gone on a date with, and there are voicemails from this person. So, if you want to listen to them, you can. But uh, this is just me waking up like completely wasted. Luckily, I made it home. Didn't know where he went. Didn't remember him. Like he didn't try and find me. So yeah, this is what I woke up to. So she sent me these actual voicemails, and um, legally, I don't think we can play them. Oh. Yeah, I, I even like. Well, I've got a lot of experience with fucking the law. So what's uh, what's what seems to be the problem? Well, the thing is, I had a friend. So I had somebody say like, well, why don't you guys just have somebody recreate the voicemails? And I'm like, I don't know about that. But uh, long story short, I had a friend do that. And it's pretty funny. And he did it like really spot on. So are you you ready for this? So the rest, the rest of it is a friend who um, reenacted the voicemails. Oh, well, all right. So we don't get into any trouble legally. And uh, I'm into that. I'm into that. I'm into that. Yeah. And it's still pretty funny. And like, not only is it funny, but this is like, he, he did it spot on. He even like wrote it all out and he said he studied the pauses and everything. And it's uh, multiple voicemails, one after the other. So here's the recreation. So what's up, bitch? Just gonna like ditch me for like (laughs) guys you can like hang out with or um we should at least like talk about it you're just gonna ditch me huh cool bye (laughs) Uh, you're just ditching me is this how it's gonna happen let's just ditch me like seriously i don't understand what's going on so uh can you at least like call me and just uh just say you're gonna fucking fuck me over that's cool I don't care if you fuck me over. Just like, just give me a heads up, please. Name redacted, please. Okay. Dura, <laughs> I just want to tell you that is super embarrassing what you just did to me. Like super. <laughs> like I hope you know how ridiculous you look in front of everybody. You are laughing stock in front of everybody at North Park. You are a duck. Da- <laughs> burnt bridges right they now like, you are ridiculous you yeah. <laughs> hey i listen listen i really don't care if you like run off with person and like make out with like whatever it's not that big of a deal but uh can you just like at least call and tell me that i like <laughs> the bust is really not okay so at least just call me tell me that you'd rather make out with the person instead of me. Like, that's all I want. Uh, I'm going to call you over and over and over again. Tell you answer. Oh, no. Tell me that, okay? Okay, goodbye, Ted. Amia, <laughs> uh, listen. Name redacted. I mean, I would really appreciate it if you like at least an explanation. It's really fair. I feel like we had a real good day, and uh, you can at least, like, explain. It's it's seriously not fair. Like, I don't know why you ran off. I don't know where the fuck you are. 
it's really not fair. Like, uh, I uh, at least oh I would at least appreciate like a little bit of explanation. I mean, right? Am I wrong? Am I wrong for asking like a little bit of an explanation? Name redacted, please. So yeah, I woke up to that without like even thinking about like that part of my evening. Just was, I mean, I was hungover, mm-hmm. but. I, I, I called him. But you guys were all hanging out together, right? No. At the end of the night. We all went to the bar, but he was at the table, and I went to say hi to my friend, and when I came back, the bar was empty, and he was gone. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, why didn't he, where did he think I went? Did you guys ever talk to each other after that? Yeah, so after that, I called him after I got all those voice messages being like, you fucking disappeared. I was right there, like, whatever. And he was like, I'm at work. Like, I can't talk to you right now. And called me back, like, five minutes later. And he's like, but did you hook up with this person? And I'm like, I don't even know what happened. But no, like, I went home. (laughs) You were gone. So he kept asking over and over again if I was, like, if I had hooked up with his friend or kissed his friend, which I did not. I'm stoned. I'm sorry. Uh, he's like, okay, well, like, do you, <laughs> think, okay. do, you, do you think that we should like try going out again? And I'm like, oh God. <laughs> I'm like, and, and I was, he's like, are you, and I didn't say anything. And he was like, are you working? And I'm like, oh yeah, like I'm working at, I won't say what bar, but like my boss doesn't like when my friends come and hang out there, mm-hmm. which my boss loves when my friends come and hang out at the bar. Like, uh-huh. that's, what, that's what's supposed to happen. And so he didn't come. He was like, okay, cool. Well, like, maybe we can meet up this weekend. And I just, like, left it. And then about an hour or two later, he was like, is it weird that I miss you? Oh. Yeah. And I was like, yes, it's definitely weird. Like, and I, at that point, I was like, I think you're a really nice guy. And, like, whatever happened last night, what you think happened, like, didn't. And I just, this is, like, way too much for me. He's like, okay, cool. Like, you just shouldn't have gone out with me then. And I'm like, okay, like, sorry. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. And then two hours later, he's like, you totally fucked. Person. I knew you fucked. Person. And I know. And I'm like, what the fuck are you Well. I feel like like you should be very happy that he, like, he showed all the red flags at the beginning. Yes. Yes. All, every single one. Displayed them all out. Yeah. I saw the ones beforehand, and I still went out with him. I mean, I was assuming that he was just, it was, like, three in the morning, and he was wasted when he was leaving all those messages. No, it was, like, I'm telling you, the bar closed at 10. Oh, the bar closed at 10. That's why I forgot. So yeah. we, got there, we probably got there at like 9.30. Yeah. Okay. I mean? like, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if I didn't explain that. No, you did. Yeah, I so just didn't remember. Just, yeah, no, we just, we got there like close to closing. Because the zoo yeah. closed at 8 and then we walked yeah. there. Okay. Their bar. And so it was probably like last call for a drink. So <laughs> it probably happened really quickly. But instead of like, he saw me get up and like knew where I was standing. I think, but maybe he was just wasted and so was I, but yeah, the, I'm going to call you over and over and over again. And you're a laughing stock of North park was just like, it was, it was really, yeah, it was a lot. And you can't talk to another man unless you're having sex with them. 
that's what yeah right those are the rules did you ever talk to the other guy about that that was your guys's friend yeah he was did he contact did he contact him too I didn't talk to him about that specifically that I remember maybe I I feel like I salt ran into him at some point and we like shook our heads at each other Mm-hmm. But that night, he knew where I was coming from. He was like, why the fuck did you go out with that guy? Like, mm-hmm. what? Like, why? You didn't, like, think to ask any of us of, about, oh. like, yeah. So it was almost like he was, like, a friend out of convenience. Like, he was a friend with one person and then worked at the pizza place nearby there. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah. Wow. Well, that's some uh, that's some possessive, crazy asshole shit. Uh, that's that's crazy. Yeah. Um, gross, gross, super gross. So, like, wow. <laughs> this is. I mean, I think it's like even if you were in like a long term relationship with someone where you've established boundaries with them, one another, and like had all these consensual agreements on like what your relationship means and like what the boundaries are and everything, even if you have that established already that is like still too much it's like just so yeah meany, so, meany, for a stra- you know? for, so for a stranger it's just like ooh. oh extra 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 no way yeah no way especially weird. the um do you did you oh is it weird that i missed you yeah because <laughs> of course it is i mean it's of course <laughs> of course it's weird yeah you, of course it is do you have to ask? <laughs> he did. Yes. The rest of us answer in unison so that he might hear us. Yes. Yes, that's weird. Okay, so I... Good uh, luck, buddy! <laughs> wherever you are. Um, so the next few... The next two are pretty quick. Um, so um, this person, let's call him um, Pubert. He sent me... I just like the Pubert? name. Pubert? I just really want to. I do too. I, I just love really want to use that name. I've never heard name. it before, but it's really funny to me. I've been uh, using it for like up or something. I don't know, but I've been using it for like, like fifteen it. for like fifteen years. I just call everybody Pubert. Um, Pubert. So it's it it doesn't mean anything to anybody. I just really want to use it. Well, but I mean, <laughs> look, it's a name, and Let's if go you have it. a okay. name, if you have a name, you're gonna have someone's gonna do a shortcut name, and that's Pube. And so that's a uh, oh, funny yes. thing. Yeah, that's very funny. If I feel like, I feel like funny, it's kind of mean, uh, and I don't sorry. mean. I, I feel like it's kind of mean, and I don't mean for it to be mean. But um, it's it's awesome. No, it's not. Pubert. It's a strong name. Yeah, yes, Pubert. strong name. Pubert John- strong name. Pubert Johnson. <laughs> yeah, that's someone who's gone through puberty for sure. You know, that's a <laughs> strong creepy. name. Okay, um, so he sent me two Sorry. really quick written ones. They're, like, very, very quick. Like, a, one paragraph each. So I'm going to go through them real quick. Okay. All right. Again, I have to read some weird shit, but that's okay. That's that's what I'm here for. I'm here for you guys. I'm here for you. Okay. Yeah, and me too. You but, should all be very thankful for us. So the service that we do to the community we're Look doing. We're doing. For, yeah, this is free. Look if you don't like it, definitely pay us. Look what we're doing for you. Yeah, for free. <laughs> for free. So like it. I was dating a girl for a little while, and it was a fun time. We liked doing things in public. So one evening, we were hanging out at a park, started getting hot and heavy, and she starts going down on me. I'm looking up at the beautiful sky, and I see a shooting star. 
I'm still looking up while enjoying the amazing blowjob I was receiving and see another shooting star. Seconds later, I unleash a giant load in her mouth and I will never forget seeing two shooting stars while getting a blowjob at a park. So I have to say something about this. When he told me about this in a message, he got auto-corrected to say two shootings start. So he was getting a blowjob and two shootings start. And I was just like, holy shit, I need this story. You need to tell me, please write this down. Like he had two orgasms at once? No, I thought there was a drive-by. Like he was in a park getting a blowjob and two shootings start. And I was like, holy shit please tell me about this. This is crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he sends in this story. That'd be, and that would be an orgasm that's difficult to replicate, though, because, I mean, that would be pretty <laughs> exciting. I mean, if you're, that, I mean, that might kill the mood. For better or for worse. I mean, yeah, maybe it would, or it might start you on a whole new fetish, you know? You never know what's going to happen. Yeah, you don't know. So, I mean, I wouldn't, because I'm normal, but maybe sure somebody else. Sure you are, you know? sure you are. So, yeah, um... <laughs> So he, he, he sends me the story and I was, I started typing. Yeah. But what about the story about the drive bys? And then I was like, wait a second. And I was about to press enter and I went back and I realized shootings start was supposed to be shooting star. Well, I have to say, I think that's an excellent detective work on your end, but I'm a little bit disappointed that you didn't send the other, send that message. And then, you know, because that would have been He's a funny like, back what? and forth, you know? Yeah, that, yeah. that kind of, that would have been, that would have been good. But it's also good you being a good detective, though. <laughs> okay, so he sent one more very quick story. So I'm going to read that too. We'll see you. Also, one time back in the day, I was at a college party. Long story short, I'm in the beginning stages of hooking up with this girl. You know, making out in a hallway, don't care who sees. End up in someone's bedroom and we start fooling around. She says she won't go further until I get naked. So I'm butt-ass naked and she takes my shirt and dips out of the room for a bit. I find out later she'd been snorting Xanax tight. So I'm half naked as fuck in someone's room waiting, and she finally comes back. We get back into it, and she starts moaning, oh, Derek. And I'm all, what the fuck? My name's not Derek. So we keep going, and she does it again. I stop and say, that's not my name. And she asks, well, what's my name? I had no fucking clue. Oh, my God. So I guess, and it was wrong. To be fair, I had never learned her name in the first place. And at this point, I'm over it and end up halfway throwing my clothes on and dip out and start walking home. Damn. You should know some things about somebody that you're going to have sexual intercourse with or any kind of sexual activity. You should know a little bit about them first because here's a question. Here's a question I think everyone should ask themselves. Uh, Just a for instance, right? Just one Mm -hmm. of many examples, right? Like, what? how would you feel if you hooked up with someone, you don't know who the fuck they are, you hook up with them, and then the next day, or, like, later, or whatever, you find out they're, like, a fucking Nazi or something, you know? Like, gross. That's true. You know? Like, you don't want to do that. You don't want to fuck a fucking Nazi. Like, that's disgusting. Even if they're hot, that's a dirty hotness. That's not, that's bad, you know? Like, just don't even, just don't even... Just don't even do that. There's plenty of non-Nazis who are very attractive. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, 
That's you gotta funny. know. And it, it's not just yeah. about Nazis either. It's about anything. Like somebody could be a really shitty person, and you're doing something physically and potentially emotionally intimate with them. And like, I don't think that's a good idea. If, if you don't know who they are, I mean, that seems kind of like you're just rolling a dice with. Uh, You've never had a the one odds are not in your favor. With a, with a stranger. No, well, I'm not saying I've never had a one night stand. <laughs> I'm just saying that I, but, but no, but honestly though, no, I mean, or maybe like, maybe not. Like, I don't think so. I mean, I don't think so. Um, I mean, I've, I've had one time things, but I, I'm yeah. not like, I know, I know. I don't think I've ever had you sex knew, with anyone where I'm like, were. what's your name? I don't know who, I don't know who you are. You know, no, I don't think I've ever done that in my life. I know how so you no, feel. No disrespect like, to people uh, who have done that, but I don't yeah. think it's a good idea. Sorry, what, what are you going to say? I forget. <laughs> oh, jeez. I know. Um, no, I understand. Like, I've always... It's funny you say that because I've always felt the same way. Like, that's the biggest reason why I've never done stuff like that is because I just don't trust people, especially yeah. men. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, 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 absolutely. And you can end up fucking a Nazi. But I'm not going to judge what other people want to do. That's cool. That's, I will. <laughs> that's kind of I the normal it's... thing. <laughs> well, no, do what we you are more do, abnormal. I mean, well, we're going to get a lot of stories of people just going. Oh, the mistakes are the best stories, though. That's the thing. It's like, because yeah. we can all laugh and have a good time and be like, ah, 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 we're all suffering. Okay, here's the next one. All right, so my story, I was about 27, 28. Um, I had met this dude, I think it was through Facebook, and he was a musician, and he seemed cute enough, and he was nice and stuff, and uh, he wanted to go out with me, and I think the first time I said no, because I felt like he was counting, like, he had a lot of expectations, and it kind of made me feel weird about it, because he was being very romantic very quickly. And then I think he asked me again, and I was like, okay, I'll try. So I went on this date with this dude. And he picks me up, and he said, I don't care about height, but he said that he was like five foot 11. And he gets out of his truck, and he's like five foot six. So <laughs> super awkward because if you know what? me, I'm the type of person that will call shit out. But you don't want to call someone out for something like that because you seem like you're being a dick for making fun of their height when they lied to you about it. So I didn't say anything, but I'm sure it was all over my face. So he didn't have any real plan for this date. And um, I decided, let's just go eat. And so we went to this Thai place. We drove around to different places. Actually, wait, back up. We drove around to like four different places in like, I lived near Point Loma. We drove around to like PB. We went to a few different restaurants, sat down at the restaurant, and then he would decide that he didn't want to eat there. And so we eventually settled on this Thai place near in Point Loma. And we sat down and we ate and it was cool, but he was acting kind of. So that was kind of weird. That cut off. But it was overall like funny to me, entertaining when we were eating. So that was cool. But when we entered and exited the place, I went to go touch the door and he would go "Eh, eh," because he wanted to open the door for me, which like a child is completely being a gentleman, super cringy. 
And then when we were done eating, he sat in his truck for a while and decided that we were going to listen to um, Allison Chains and started crying because <laughs> Lane Staley died. This happened way after Lane Staley died. So he's just yeah. about it. And then he's making me listen to his band that kind of like was a tribute to Allison Chains or something. Oh, and yeah. And in his truck with me in there. Oh, and I was like yeah. not knowing what to do. And I don't want to upset him because he's a man. And I was like <laughs> his truck for like an hour while he cried about Lane Staley. So then he took me home and I never talked to him again. I'm pretty sure I immediately blocked him as soon as I got home. Wow. Wow. Oh, man. I don't know. Have you ever done Tinder? No, Wait, I have never that, done that. That no. wasn't Tinder. That was Facebook or something. No, yeah. Also, yeah. Also, we didn't um, make up a name for her. Mm, about, um, how about Chris, Awesome? Crystal 3. <laughs> no, Awesome. I can huh. see the name. And it starts with A. Okay, her name's Awesome. Sweet. Awesome's a good name. Um, and that's awesome because, uh, wow, this is so funny because it's like dudes are, I mean, I think it's pretty clear to anyone with open eyes and a functioning brain that like it is more difficult overall to be, uh, to be female or, or any gender non-cis male. It, it is harder. It is harder to be uh, like. Mm-hmm. male is the easiest one overall there's some things with male that suck that are bad you know but like um you know for instance like you're not supposed to have emotions and stuff right so here's yeah, a guy who's a... like letting his emotions out you know but at the same time it's like inappropriate bro, bro, like don't let your emotions out like that though yeah. like come on like that's inappropriate fucking, you gotta check yourself dude you can't you can't just like emotionally unload on another human being and think that makes you sensitive like that that Again, makes you yeah. insensitive because you're dumping on somebody over your fucking because this guy this dude died you don't even know this guy like he makes music you like also he everybody died, who like, makes music i like are dead they're all dead also, also he died like years and years prior she said that's like some fake that's, fucking fake sensitivity bullshit it's yeah just, or if it's real it, then that might be worse that's just that that's that's horrible yeah, like she said, she didn't want to do anything because he was he's a man and she's like worried, but like yeah, yeah even so if even even, even that, when a man burden. should show his emotions and it should be okay, you don't do it on a first date when you have somebody ho- hostage in your truck because yes. um that makes the other person scared. Like uh, I like the word that you used to. That's exact that's Well, that's exactly she said that. Word. Yeah. Yeah. Oh right. Well, I like that word. That's you. That's that, that is uh, exactly right. That's what you're gonna start with. Like to get to know somebody, you'll be like, "Look how sad I can get about something that doesn't actually affect me." Like, <laughs> wow. Oh, cool. And yes. you're gonna put that on me to like like babysit you through this process that's imaginary that doesn't need to happen in the first place. Wow. Thanks. You know, uh, that sucks. Babysit. Wow, that that's was... a good word too. Yes. It yes. is baby. It's that is absolutely what it is. Yeah, not not a good look. No. I had another person who a man cried on their their first date. 
over something like that and they were going to submit so this is the thing we had so many people submit for this one like i say a third did you, did you deny any people no i didn't deny anybody so a third about a third of the people just didn't make it in time and they're like yeah i just can't do it and i'm like okay that's fine but then I also had random people that either I forgot they were interested or they I just didn't even know them submit last minute, just be like, here, can you still use this? And of course, I'm grateful. And I'm like, yeah, but I feel like the later it went on, the crazier the stories got. Like, I was like, holy, holy shit. You'll, you'll see. So this is a written one. Um, just like the um the one by one of the crystals um this is another like kind of coming of age from a woman's point of view sex story again okay here's another awkward ass thing i have to read but that's what i'm here for. that's what we're here for we're here for you guys right we're here for awkwardness yes okay. and truth oh yeah we're getting a lot of truth and i love it like oh this story has a title um so for people submitting, um, this is not a requirement, but it's a fun thing. Add a title if you want. So this one's called Snacks and Dick. Love it. Snacks and Dick. Okay. When I was 18 years old, I was the cutest flirty little thing. I did not give a fuck and was on my way to figuring myself out. It took some sucking dick to be where I am in my life right now. And I'm thankful all that dick sucking has been done and out of the way. I used to swear to myself that I would never put a dick in my mouth after witnessing my sister sucking some dude off with other dudes lined up waiting their turn. I was 11. I never wanted to be like her. She begged me to suck dick with her so we could both be popular in school. Nope, never let it happen in middle school. My views and attitude towards penis changed in my mid-teenage years. I had a friend, we will call him Vlad, that used to hang out with me often when I was 18. He was and still is the most hardcore vegan punk that I know. He is brutally strict with what he buys and eats and is very critical of those who don't share his lifestyle. One day after school, I met up with him, just hung out like buds, and then I had to leave to catch a bus to go home. He walked me to the nearest bus stop a couple blocks away. I was snacking on Hello Panda strawberry-flavored filling snacks, and I offered some to Vlad. He declined because, of course, those snack bites aren't vegan. I saw the bus coming, and then my dumbass said, I'll suck your dick if you eat one of these. <laughs> and without hesitation, he took one from my hand and popped it into his mouth. <laughs> my jaw dropped. He chewed and looked smug with a smile. And instead of getting on the bus, I went back to his house to suck his dick. <laughs> it was funny to me, and I didn't mind doing that with someone I trusted. That sucking dick eventually turned into me having to break up with him two weeks later because he thought we became a couple. Fast forward two years later, I was in a serious relationship with, we'll call him Craig. I was proud of my sucking dick skills, but I wanted to improve it up a notch. I wanted to practice deep-throating Craig, but we would have to do it slowly so I wouldn't gag. He lied on a bed on a cloudy afternoon with me on top. He gently grabbed my head and slowly thrusted his dick in my mouth. It was good. I didn't let the girth bother me. My nose finally was able to touch his belly. 
oh, it was so good, and he was getting so into it, so much that he wasn't aware of how forceful his hands on the back of my head were becoming. Pop, what the fuck is that, he yelled. Holy shit, I just threw up Oreos on your dick. (laughs) His dick dick in mid-area was covered in what looked like slimy coffee grounds. We just bursted into laughter. (laughs) Twelve years later, my jaw hasn't been the same. It pops out of place, and even my dentist noticed. I never told my dentist why my jaw become fucked up. He said that my jaw affects the way I chew food. And he was able to see that, that I only chew food on my left side, which subsequently led to tooth decay and three root canals. LOL. <laughs> wow, that's uh, that must have been one hell of a penis. You know, I got kicked in the head a lot of times uh, as a young lad in my you know late teens, early 20s. So my jaw pops when I chew sometimes from the kicks. From the punks in the skins that, that kicked me in the head, you know, because yeah. they were mean and they were bullies. I didn't deserve that any of those times that happened, by the way. But, uh, uh, but I mean, wow. I mean, to get that jaw popping from a dick, that's crazy. Look at my cat. There he is. How many cats do you have? one? No, I have two bastard children. Aww. But this is one. Okay, so the next two um, submissions are from strangers. I don't know who they are. They're like... Whoa. That's cool. They're entertaining. You'll see. Okay, so... Well, they're strangers as far as you know. Maybe I know them. No, I don't think so. Like I said, we're getting big in Canada. Okay, I've actually never been to Canada, though, so... Anyway, let's hear some stories, right? Yeah. Cool. Okay, so we have this um, we have this next story from Chevrolet. Chevrolet is a fake name. No, it's a real name. No, yeah, it's a fake name. Okay, I would have believed you just for the record if you said it was a real name. I was like, oh, someone was named Chevrolet because that's probably a thing. Even if we don't oh, know yeah. if it's a thing, it's probably a thing. Oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah. Okay, so here's the next story by Chevrolet. Heavy. Chevy Chase Chevrolet is that his name? Holy oh. shit, my mind is being blown right now. Okay. All right. Chevy Chase is an asshole. He's very funny, but he's a piece of shit. Okay, ready? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck Chevy Chase. Uh let's hear this. So I was at the bar out with a girlfriend out dancing, and the goal of the night was to get her someone to take home or go home with. I had found a guy and then I found out that he had a friend. So me and him set up my girlfriend with his friend. Uh, The night goes well. We're all dancing, having a good time. And then we end up going home with these guys. They live together, of course, roommates. We end up trying to watch a movie or some Netflix show or something just to pretend that we're doing something. And before we end, they end up upstairs and we're in the living room. Um, me and the guy I was with were fooling around doing the everything but sort of thing when we find out that neither of us have a condom of course we go upstairs or he goes upstairs sorry and um, tries to get one from his buddy and his buddy's just like I only got one and of course he's trying to or he's using it 
So whatever, we do the everything but and then end up passing out. The next day, me and my girlfriend end up going home. And then I find out from her that she ended up not getting any either because, of course, poor guy had fucking whiskey dick. Kind of (laughs) sucked for both of us. Nice. Yeah, that's my little story. Well, that's I think that's a story that we've all heard slash lived through possibly for some of us time and time again. I mean, wow. That old whiskey dick, you know. You can even get it from other things. It, it's not just a whiskey thing, you know? It can actually just happen. Um, yeah. I have a fun, embarrassing story that that reminds me of, actually, that's kind of more recent, not you know, in the last few years. But, like, I had the absolute, uh, just, I mean, I'm not a religious person. I, I never have been and I never will be. But I had the blessing of being naked with this, like, absolutely gorgeous friend that I have and um, I had such a crush on her and stuff and there's like this like will they won't they thing for a long time but so we finally get naked together and like I was just like too nervous it's just, like I just did not work and then we and then and then we got naked together like with, like I, there was a second opportunity and the same thing happened and it was like alright I'm I could see what this looks like it's Nothing's going to happen here. I'm very sorry. But it was, like, still a cool sexual experience, actually. It was my first sexual experience where, like, I had a sexual experience, but, like, it wasn't about getting off or anything for anyone because no one did, But, <laughs> but which, which is sad, right? But, like, also, I don't know. It was kind of cool, though, like, in a way. I don't know. For me, it was kind of cool, like, at, not at the time because at the time I was, like, I'm going to fucking cut my dick off later tonight for sure. Um, because I'm so angry that this is it twice, twice, and that yeah. we're in a row with the same person. Like, that's unacceptable. That's like my dick asking to be cut off. It's like, that's what that <laughs> is, you know? That's what that is. But I'm a forgiving person. So that's, I, I guess, penis, pretty common, though, I think, right? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, no, not, not, not for me. I mean, it, 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 no, it's happened to me before, aside from that, like it's happened before, but it's been like a rare thing. Um, almost always when I'm just like way too fucked up on whatever, you know, um, sometimes you're just not really there, you know, um, your blood is like desperately trying to get oxygen to your brain. So you survive, um, all of the poison you put in your body instead of Mm -hmm. going to your penis to have like a wonderful time for everyone. Um, hopefully to have a good time, but, uh, sometimes you just can't have a good time. Well, women get that too. If you drink too much, it won't happen. Like, you can't have an orgasm. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I've I've not heard that before. That's that's. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm 35 years old, just for the record. Well, that's okay, because you know what? We got to learn something new every day. And no, I think I did know that, though, because, you know, it's not like I haven't uh, partnered up with some ladies who've been fans of getting fucked up. I mean. But yes, well, if you're a woman and you drink too much, you can also not have an orgasm. It's, these brains are being acted upon by drugs. Like, of course, it's going to. Yeah. You know, yeah. It makes sense. So is that whiskey clit? Uh, if it wasn't before, it is now. <laughs> because, yeah, that's it. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> and you know what? If anyone likes what they just heard and they start <laughs> saying whiskey clit and stuff, you should definitely contribute to Bridget's Venmo account, which has not been advertised yet, but we're going to do that, right? Because don't just not take yet. shit. 
We'll see. No, they Maybe need to the pay. Future. No, they need to pay you. <laughs> I'm going to pay. I'm going to use that. I will pay. Uh, you Watch. Okay. Get ready for $5 because it's coming. Okay. The next story is by a stranger. And this got sent in last minute. And when I started reading it, I was like, hell no. This is the first one I'm denying. I decided that. But then Love I it. kept but then I kept reading. So to um for everybody else, uh yeah, it's it it's a little non-consensual. It's pretty shitty. When I was reading it, I'm like, yeah, this isn't cool. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna share this. But I went on to read the rest of it and um I'm no spoilers, like I'm obviously reading it for you guys. So just keep that in mind while I read it. Ready? Ready. I have a story. It's a bit of a read and every word is true. To this day, she doesn't know. I'm in my mid-20s, been married to a French vegan girl, and we had two kids. So things were non-existent bedroom-wise with two young kids. Randomly, one day, she starts texting me at work, talking all dirty, telling me she wants to suck on some meat. (laughs) And again, two young kids. That kind of thing was lucky to happen on holidays or birthdays, which was horrible, I'm aware. The 20-minute drive it took me to get home, things changed. She was super angry and pissy. She told me, go inside and cook supper. I was pissed and left work to come home and get yelled at, but I went inside and made her kids some chicken nuggets and I cooked a tofu stir fry for her. I pulled a bowl of it out and proceeded to jerk off in the stir fry pan. I thought it would be funny if she took a bite or two. I gave her the bowl I saved. Super petty, super dumb, I know. Here's where it gets weird. Both of her parents showed up unannounced and were just sitting down. Yes! Hold on. I like where this is going because it's just so awful. I messed up while reading. Hold on. Both of her parents showed up unannounced and were just sitting down to eat. My now ex-wife invited her parents to share the huge stir fry I made since I don't eat tofu. They all ate two bowls. Her dad looked me dead in the eye after his first bowl and told me it was delicious but a bit salty. I almost oh, died. My God. My nuggets, pretending I wasn't laughing. It was meant to be a mean joke, but once her parents showed up, how do I suddenly explain to her parents that they can't eat the food because the special ingredient is nut butter? Oh, it's better than not saying anything at all, though. I mean, <laughs> you got to say something. Oh, I don't know. Burn the food. So, there's so many creative things you could do it just went too far i'm a horrible person and even during the nasty divorce i still never told her and don't feel too bad for her i thought i had two young children with her for eight years but like the maury show dna tests proved that was a lie so so compared to that prank that lasted nine years this is minor this man penis juiced into a fucking meal (laughs) for other people you're not supposed to do that unless they know first and they want to. Consent is the name of the game with pretty much all things. I almost not I almost did food. not uh, share that one because of that. But by the end, it was kind of like a karma. Either way, it's shitty. But, you know, whatever happened, it's yeah. still the fact that, like, if it happened, it happened. It's real. 
that's a story. Let's tell the story. It doesn't have oh, to yeah. be a good story or a happy story. It's 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 real. A lot of times, real things aren't good or happy, but they're real, and we can find something in that to you know. True, but I don't want to like do something kind of like not glorify it. Yeah. Okay. But that's the thing is we're telling everyone like do mm-hmm. not do not feed people your 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 bodily excrements of any kind you're not supposed you just you're not supposed to do that and if somebody has to tell you not to do that like that's a red flag for you to think about you know because you're not doing a good job in life if you if you think that that's okay no offense to the guy uh whose story it is you know but i'm sure he'll agree and and if he doesn't agree then he, he's wrong, he so. agreed because he said he said yeah it was yeah. bad it's bad it's, it's but a bad also that's fine offense to him I mean, but then again, like the I almost killed people, apparently. So you know, everybody makes choices in life. We can we can bounce back from that, though. You know, but we can do, again, we can learn to do better. But then again, he also went nine years with her, uh, convincing him that the kids were his. So, whoa! You might have cut out at that point. Yeah, I didn't hear that. That's uh, that's something. I think yeah. at that point, the kids are yours. You know, I mean, if you're a part of their lives and everything it's like you can't yeah. you know, but that's still a big shock and a big lie oh yeah that's that's huge that's uh that's yeah i i don't really even know what to say about that um other than that's not okay at all because it violates consent which is again you know consent. yeah that's yeah that's that's the name of the game we have so many C names that they could all be Chris. We should have just called everybody Crystal. Okay, just we have an, we have another story by another Crystal. Okay. Um, Let's see. I had like a. I, I'm kind of a serial monogamous, but I had like a good six month break from relationships for a while, and like a few months in, I was like, I'm gonna do what I want. So I, um, you know, was just open to the idea of a one night stand because I I was wasted and I think I had another drink or two after that 
Um, I think we just made out and maybe gave him a BJ, but I don't remember. And I think I drove home after I sobered up that night is what I remember possibly. So that was the mm-hmm. first night of the one night stand that accidentally turned into a two night stand. So then like a day or two later, he's like, oh, like I'm going out tonight, blah, blah, blah. Do you want to come? And I was like, sure. Cause we like never slept together and I have a latex allergy. So prior to this, I was like, we should finish what we started. You need to buy, um, you know, non-latex condoms. And he's like, yeah, cool, 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 whatever. So we meet at Livewire, which already I was nervous about because I know people that go there and I'm trying to like be on the DL with this like excursion that I decide to go on. And uh, of course Thad's working and I'm like, I'm on a first date. And he's like, cool. So then he just starts bringing me pictures and pictures of beer for free and I'm like can you and I like legit told him I'm like stop bringing alcohol like I can't drink that much and he, in sad fashion he's like no 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 I'm gonna keep bringing you fucking beer so we just like keep drinking pictures of beer and his friends show up too and it was just like cool whatever and I got fucking hammered and we go back to his apartment which is like on university I don't remember this guy's name, by the way. It was some basic name, like... You can even make one up. Yeah, it's like Neil or Zach or something like this, whatever. (laughs) So he lives in one of those, like, nice lofts above university, above, like, you know all those, like, taco-y studio things upstairs? And so we go in, and it's this fancy-ass building. There's, like, a courtyard and full visual perspective. Like, he's got this, like, really big, nice, like, modern apartment but like very stale taste like you could tell he just like got money and didn't know what to do with it and just like had really boring but nice stuff like no personality and uh we were hanging out there with friends and we just got like even more wasted and I was just like tanked at this point and we go in his bedroom we banged afterwards I was like oh you bought condoms and he's like no it was a latex one and I was like wow cool so that already sucked and then like we're just like chilling and then he's like um and his friends had left and he was like oh so-and-so's texting me I'm gonna meet them at the bar and I was like what this is at like one in the morning or something and I was like what you're gonna leave and he's like yeah I'm gonna meet them but you can stay here or go home whatever and I was like so beyond plastered like I couldn't even this was before smartphone so mm-hmm. I couldn't like look up a taxi, like there wasn't ride shares then. And I was mm-hmm. like, I'm stuck in this dude's fucking apartment right now, Damn. like hammered. And he's leaving me at one in the morning to like go close out the bar with his friends. And so I was just like literally stuck there, just wasted. And so I passed out in his bed and I woke up the next morning and he's not there and I was like my first thought was like holy fuck did he go home with a different chick like what's going on here (laughs) and I wake up I go to the bathroom I'm like go and pee whatever and then I come out of the bathroom and he's on the sofa and I was like what the fuck is going on so I like get dressed like really quick and I go to leave and he wakes up and he's like I got so drunk last night. I've been puking all night and like so sad, like crybaby story. And I was just like, you fucking left me. Like, Mm -hmm. fuck you. Like, 
see you later and just like left and shut the door and so that's how my one night stand turned into an accidental two night stand um it was ridiculous and then he texted me after that and i was like i can't believe you did that and he's like i'm not looking for anything serious right now this that and the other and i was like dude i don't want anything serious just like have some common decency and like maybe an apology what are you thinking like it was so weird he like worked for merrill lynch which i didn't even understand at the time he was there like you go four or something like he was just <laughs> too young with too big of a job and just like had this weird ass ego and i was just like all right cool bye and then after that he came into my work like three times and would buy one thing and come through my line and just talk to me and i was like you need to fucking get over it because i think i think he didn't understand that like he could be rejected and like i wasn't legitimately interested like him being like no looking for anything serious and i'm like dude neither am i like go away i don't think he understood what that meant young men are kind of the worst uh absolutely and that was the only time i've ever done anything that scandalous that's not even that bad but it was just the worst experience ever sounds like it yeah the fact that he would keep coming in the network i was just like um, okay you really need a dozen eggs that's it that's all you're gonna buy <laughs> and then like ask me how i'm doing i'm like get the fuck out of here waking up there and, and then like the stark truth of day was also just horrendous you know like mm-hmm. you're just like some gross boy <laughs> I just wanted to get a piece and it wasn't even worth it. So I went to some with that again. <laughs> Gross boys are an issue, you know? They certainly are. They certainly are. What's up with this next story? Let's hear this next story. What's going on? We have three stories left. What happened out there? And they're going to be good. Um, okay. Or bad, right? Oh, good and bad. Very good. There, that's very the good best there is, is good and bad. Um, the story is by, what, what's a good fake name? The stars of the A. Ambidextrous. That's not a name. Ambidextrous. But it should be, though. That sounds great. And it's a good thing, too, you know? Like, you can, you can use both hands. Like, you're good My to go, name. you know? My name is Ambidextrous. I can't yeah, even say it. Fucking- Ambidextrous Johnson. Or whoever an Ambi is a nice, that's a cute nickname. That's true. Or you could go by Dex or Dextrious. That sounds badass. uh, My good good friend slash coworker had an annoying client at our old workplace. And I asked her about him because he was clearly a handful slash nightmare. She told me he was a former porn star and he had money and was harmless, um, in quotes, harmless, and that he was asking about me. I rolled my eyes, but was admittedly intrigued by the idea of exploiting his attraction to me in some way. At the time, I was very much single, very much social, and very much willing to take advantage of whatever resources I could get from a dumb man without letting him touch me. So I admittedly strung him along via DMs after he started following me that night, never flirting back for a few days until he invited me to go to his hot tub. Up until this moment, I had not considered actually going on any sort of date with him, but I have never said no to a hot tub. 
Me neither. Fun fact, I got married on top of a hot tub. Okay. Can confirm. Yes. I <laughs> can. Yeah. I think you, you passed out somewhere by the hot tub. No. No? Did well, you pass out behind the building? I mean, I don't fucking know. I don't think so, though. No, I think I slept in my cart. Okay. I drank so much. <laughs> on that keg over there, that was that was a thing. And yeah. I made friends with a couple people that I, you know, I don't, I don't even know who they are, but those dudes were crazy as hell. They could really drink. Like we, did, I mean, I was amazed. Did you do mushrooms like everybody else did at our wedding? No, 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 no. I was just in that arcade, just fucking killing that cake. Like, I mean, okay. it just, they kept going. I ran oh. out of cigarettes. Somebody gave me a pack of menthols. I mean, it was uh, wow. it was a glorious night. Yeah. The only thing I don't like about your wedding is there's a picture that's on social media on the Facebook uh-huh. and stuff that uh, of me and like I mean that was pretty rough. Like James had just died. Like I was like uh-huh. uh, not really in the best <laughs> spot. He was my supposed to be my date for your wedding. Like not sexually, you know. We weren't gonna bang because we're not, you know. Yes. Uh huh. I'm sad about that, like, to this day. Yeah. Like, I really wish James and I were bisexual so, so we could have <laughs> shared more together in life, you know. But we're not. So, like, whatever. That's fine. Uh, but <laughs> but, but uh, he, was, he, was my, he was my friend date. And there you go. And then I got this dumbass haircut. And then there's a picture of me just so drunk with, like, the worst haircut of my life. I don't take it down because, like, who am I running from? You know? Yeah. Like, fuck it, dude. Whatever. Okay. Like, that's what happened. It's all about truth. It's uh, all about truth. That's true. Let's hear another true story. Okay, so we were listening to Amb- Ambidextrous's story. Dick! Um, old client at the workplace. Um, never said no to a hot tub. Okay, right. Never said no to a hot tub. I clarify with him that this tub is in a public space. I tell him explicitly, I'm not going to be taking my clothes off while we are alone together. And my trusted friend vouches for him again. I told him I wanted to go straight to the hot tub after I parked, which we did. He told me it was his first time in it and that actually it had just opened that day and that he had just moved into the building. I knew it was wrong that I was using him, but I was trying to be transparent with him about my lack of interest in him to not feel too guilty. The tub is brand new, sparkling clean, and it has open sky above us with palm trees lining the courtyard, but they are short and many feet away. I was just trying to enjoy the short amount of time we had until they closed the yard down for the night and I'd go back home. I stay on the opposite side of the tub from him, moving when he moves, so he can never get particularly close. But it's a really big tub, and eventually some other residents come down and climb in, forcing me to be closer to him than I want to be. Eventually, I notice some shadows in the water and some floating debris collecting near where he's sitting. My paranoid ass has already decided that this man is filthy from our limited conversation so immediately i'm like is that poop i look at the other folks in the tub and look up at the sky to see if anything could be coming down on us and then i ask him what the fuck is that the tub is huge and nobody else has noticed 
but I distance myself from him and keep a careful eye on every single floating chunk I can see. And he's waving them away from himself, making jokes about how it looks like poop and it's just multiplying. I quickly deduced that it is definitely coming off of or out of him. I told him I needed to pee and change into my dry clothes, and thankfully the hot tub area closed immediately after I climbed out, sparing everybody from any contact with the shit. Unfortunately, I did have to go to his apartment to use the bathroom. I told him I was talking actively to our mutual friend as a threat to not cross any boundaries, and she was getting real-time updates. I used the restroom, change, and do some slight snooping. He had tons of freshly washed dildos in his shower, a really nice bidet, a pretty distinct drug problem, a tendency to overshare about his former and successful career in gay porn, and that's when the doubt that the poop was his melted away. (coughs) I didn't want to accuse this man of shitting in the tub while I'm alone with him in his own apartment. So I tell him I have to go grab all my shit, ask him for directions out since I really don't want to walk with him. And he insists I take some weed as a gift. Never saw him again, but I really think I deserve more than a half an ounce for sitting in his shit stew with him. I guess that's what I get for trying to exploit someone for their bogus gentrifier condo hot tub. I mean, I think what I learned today is that rich people shit themselves. And it's just good to be aware of that. Yeah, you're worried about um, 10 or 11 year old you peeing yourself but also um tom brady what's the bed i know for a fact i've heard that name before who's that he's does, he does football right mm-hmm. he does football i know i fucking know a thing all right well, he does well, football what does he do he does football he's the and best he did... footballer ever i think so it's amazing how that means so little to me i don't care at all me too. <laughs> but... incredible there's a hero. There's something you need to know about him. He wets the bed. Really? And he's a douchebag. Well, um, uh, see, and you know, this is why some people think I'm a fucking asshole sometimes. But because I like to just look at things differently, I like to look at uh, look look at other sides of things. You know, no. that aren't popular to look at. Like, look, no, because I'm not defending the guy. I don't fucking know him or what he does. I'm sure he's a douchebag because he's number one football man. And no, like that, he's like, like a crazy Trump supporter douchebag. Well, that makes him even worse of a person, objectively speaking. But is he bad for peeing himself? No. No, he's not. He's not bad for peeing himself. But so we're that's going sad. to laugh at that. We're going to make fun of sucks. him for it. Yeah, you, yeah. Yeah. I think there's a certain point where you could just like sort of just take like if it makes them feel sad, just make them feel sad, you know, sometimes. Right. But also... That's a slippery slope because the, sometimes you say things that are just, eh, not you don't want to hurt other people that, yeah, no, maybe not. I mean, but I'm just saying like, you know, uh, some people pee themselves, you know, I don't anymore. Like I said earlier, I stopped when I was 11 and not <laughs> when I'm 35. I didn't pee to bed yesterday or the day before. And I did not do that. So, you know, just so we're all clear. Let's listen to another story. 
This is our last audio, and it's my favorite. It's my favorite, too, because it bailed me out of that whole, like, poorly executed, I piss my pants as an adult joke that I tried to pull <laughs> off. It did not work at all. But that's cool, though. Whatever. You have to fail sometimes. So uh, uh, That story, though. What's up? The last one? It's going to be great. It's the best one. So, and then after this, we have one written one. And like I said, they get they get a little crazy. We're gonna get a little crazy. Um, do you remember uh, uh, maybe this episode and the last one, this and or both? We talked about how you know you do some crazy shit, but at least you can learn from it. At least you could think back on it and see what yes. it meant to you, yes. no matter how shitty it was. This is gonna be one of those stories. So let's get started. Okay. Well, you know, my story is probably, you know, going to be kind of um, triggering is not the right word. I would say activating for some people because it, okay. is, it is about a cousin, but mm-hmm. in a good way. Um, I don't know if it's like this nowadays, but when I was a kid, and let's see, I'm like 38 now. I just remember bullying was like totally normal. And that was just, like, there was always, like, the the prey and then the predators. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and yep. there's, like, always the whole thinning of the herd mentality. So, anyway, my point is about being bullied and, you know, being the black sheep in the family, which no child should ever feel like a fucking black sheep. Like, you're a fucking kid. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But I feel like when we were growing up, parents just weren't aware about this kind of shit. Like, all, like how just how intense bullying it is and how fucked up it is. Anyway, so love and romance. So when I was a kid, I got bullied a lot and picked on a lot by, you know, not just like in school, but also family members and other cousins. And... Thank God for my cousin, Neil, because he was the other cousin that was also getting, like, tormented and, like, tortured by, like, you know, just all the, like, jock cousins that, like, pick on the, just the nice kids that aren't dickheads, you know? Uh Uh-huh. So, I have memories. So, my cousin, Neil. I have memories of us getting stuffed into trash cans, getting rolled down hills. I have memories of us getting, like, locked into dog cages together by our, like, shitty other cousins and siblings. So fast forward. So that's a little bit of background about Neil and I. And I can remember getting rolled down the hill in this trash can with him and, like, holding hands together as we're like rolling down and like staring into each other's eyes and being like it's gonna be okay we're gonna survive this we're gonna make it through this you know as our other cousins like fucking rolled us down a hill so those are the memories that I have of my cousin Neil and so fast forward like 30 years like probably 25 years later and we're probably in our early 30s And one of my douchebag cousins that probably rolled us down the hill in a trash can or whatever, or participated in that, of course, is getting fucking married. And it's a Polish-Colombian wedding, Um, so it's fucking crazy. 
So I'm at this wedding for one of my douchebag cousins, and um, it's a pretty good wedding. Polish and Colombian people, they know how to fucking party. So who do I run Everybody into? knows how to party. Like six glasses of champagne and like six glasses of whatever else. I'm probably snorting some pills in the bathroom. Not that that would really make a difference because it wouldn't. Uh-huh. Uh, but I run into Everybody knows Neil. how to party. And I haven't seen him in like 25 fucking years. And he's um, actually not that much different than when we were kids. He's like small and tubby and blonde and yeah, great. Like all of those things are good. I like all of those things. Um, (laughs) Yeah, apparently I like all of them. I do. I do. And so, so we run into each other at this fucking wedding. We're, like, drinking drinks and eating charcuterie, um, (laughs) which, like, for me is, like, the garnish of, you know, like, there's no vegan charcuterie in South Jersey, South Uh Jersey, uh, Kensington, Philadelphia area. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And crackers and grapes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of grapes that are, like, covered in pesticide. Um. Like, you don't know if you're actually, if you're eating, like, real grapes, or are they, like, the plastic, like, the plastic display grapes, you don't know <laughs> if they matter. Like, that's how produce is, mm-hmm. you know, in the Northeast, seriously. Anyway, so, Neil and I run into each other, and we're talking, I do remember being inside around other people and we started talking about well future we were talking about like mental health shit and he's like let's go outside so we go outside and we're both talking about like being on well and being on Zoloft, being on different psych meds like you know what it is to be depressed what it is to be bipolar and having these deep conversations and we're sitting on the curb outside of this wedding outside of this like fancy you know, events, I don't know, like event center, whatever, wherever you have weddings. And we're sitting on the curb. And this is like, here's the thing, Bridget. It's not that long ago. I don't even think, I think it was like three years ago. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not like this happened in my 20s. Like this (laughs) was a couple years ago. And Neil and I are sitting on the curb and we're like talking, having like these heavy talks. And my knees were all scabbed from something. I don't know. Whatever I was doing that week. Like, my knees were all scabbed. And we were, like, sitting on the curb, like, bumping knees together. And we just, like, it was, like, serious deja vu from being kids and having scabs on our knees from, like, whatever shit we were getting into. Mm Mm-hmm. And we were, like, bumping knees together, and he, like, put his fucking hand on my knee, and it felt, like, electric. And this is my cousin. Like, this is my uh-huh. cousin, you guys. Mm-hmm. So, and, like, I looked at him, and I was, like, okay, legit, this is what I said. <laughs> like, making eye contact, I was, like, do you want to take me? I don't know. If, okay, I don't know if we made out before or after I said this. And this is my cousin. <laughs> and it was a couple years ago. This is not like... <laughs> like, this is like, we know about. We have adult feelings. 
And I was like, do you want to take me back to the hotel and fuck the shit out of me? And he, he was like, you know I do. And I was like, and I don't know if we started making out, like, right after I said that, we were like, you know I do. And then we were like, uh, <laughs> But yeah, we made, we were like making out, like tonguing each other's throats. And we're like, he's like legit, like, 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 like on his phone, like calling an Uber and shit to go back to the hotel room so we can like bang. And I was like, wait, stop. Like everyone stop. And here's the thing. It wasn't because he was my cousin. I was just like, no, not wake up in each other's hotel rooms like in the morning um so anyway we didn't bang uh-huh. um, it was just i would say it was kind of sweet except that we're related red lights red lights it was almost like it was also like it was trauma bonding in a good way uh-huh like it was something about my scab knee that was like triggering for both of us because i remember when we were kids we would like pick at each other's scabs and stuff mm-hmm. and i think that's where like the bonerness came in was this <laughs> well because we were like picking scabs and like making eyes at each other like mm-hmm. picking my knee scabs because when we were kids we would pick each other's scabs and that's where the boner we just kind of popped boners and started making out with each other um because we're adults now of free will. So anyway, nothing happened aside from, I literally, the words and I quote were like, do you want to go fuck the shit out of me at back to the hotel room? And his literal words were, you, you fucking know I do. <laughs> so did any of your other family ever find out about that? Okay, so in the morning, and I was so, and I don't want this to like reflect on the story, but I was really wasted. Like my mom couldn't even get me out of the car. She just put a bunch of pillows in the car and then locked the doors and trying to get me up to the hotel room. Yeah, it was like, I, and, and that's not why I made out with my cousin Neil. I would, I would make out with my cousin Neil. I mean, I'm just not attracted to him. Uh-huh. But the idea of my cousin Neil, I would still make out with him. <laughs> whether or not he was my cousin I mean, we hardly see each other he lives in florida but he's like normal you know what i mean yeah he's, he's then in the morning it was just funny because we ran into the each other at the hotel lobby but with our parents which by parent i mean my mom and my little brother that's what i mean my parents um and then he has real parents where it's like a mom and a dad and they're all like oh my god you guys were like best friends when you were little oh my god you guys always mm-hmm. run off together and like we couldn't even find you guys when we would find you guys under a couch or like some weird shit like in a closet mm-hmm. yeah, whatever wait he was never like a weird molesty cousin and I way <laughs> because I just want people to feel like lighter about experiences that they've had in life. Yeah. And that's why I'm kind of like jokey about it. Not mm-hmm. because anything's a joke, just because I feel like, hey, 
we've all had these experiences kids our own age with people that were maybe a little older like just different experiences like yeah it's it happens but it was just so funny because in the lobby his parents and my mom were like oh my god you guys should exchange numbers and Neil's like yeah give me your number and I was like he's like if you're ever in Florida I'm like yeah when I'm in Florida is that <laughs> oh yeah i guess it would actually it'd be totally fine in florida <laughs> nice. i don't it wasn't that i was attracted to him it was just like like an emotional attraction it was like a trauma bond and like mm-hmm. good alcohol it was like polish like the polish side knew how to make drinks and the colombian side knew how to fucking get good cocaine <laughs> Well, that's like the wedding, you know. What yeah. I mean? Like, if you're at that, if you're at like a Colombian Polish wedding, you're gonna. I mean, people are gonna do some fucking, you know, whether they're related or not. Everybody knows how to party. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, wow. Definitely. There's a lot of people in the world, and we should try not to have sex with our relatives because that's that's weird. So nice job not doing all the way incest um but at the same time i, re- I really like uh, i really like uh, what was said uh, uh, a trauma bond makes a lot of sense it makes a lot of sense yeah yeah definitely well, we can't we can't judge everybody's stories like we can judge all of them well, all of we're, them we're not necessarily here to judge them we're here to i mean judge. i i am we're here to I'm, share them. I'm here to judge everyone, but <laughs> that's kind of there's true. good news because what my judgment is doesn't mean it doesn't mean anything. Um, but to also, but so, also so it's fine. like, I love that people share their honest shit. And oh, you, fuck you yeah! Did. Yeah, we've we've scratched the surface tonight. Uh, of yours. I've got, yeah, I've got worse ones. Oh yeah, uh, but you know, hey, yeah, that's what I like though. I like, I love that. I love being honest and being real, being raw, like just mm-hmm. like like speaking best. speaking truth, like saying what really happened. Because I think that we are pressured as people in 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 the states and everywhere in the world. It seems like to I mean, hide it. Most places, exactly. You have to mm-hmm. suppress everything if you don't fit the norm. If you if you don't if you do something that's outside of what's acceptable, then you're an outcast, and people should shun you. Um, that was still like a really cool story to hear, because I agree. It's funny. <laughs> yeah, and it's not like so bad or anything, you know. I mean, it's pretty bad. It's, it's pretty bad. Pretty but... fucking bad. But who? <laughs> pretty but, bad. Yeah, but who is it hurting? Nobody. Everyone. Oh, no. I, Nobody. No Everyone, well, no. Yeah, I mean, I guess that one doesn't really hurt anyone. There like weren't the, any babies like the born other one. with less fingers or anything. There's it, no you know. semen in anybody's food. There's no semen anywhere. That's true. That's true. And it sucks to have to run the same PSA in one podcast. But uh, again, uh, everybody, let's... The things that are in your body should go into the right receptacles for those things, um, and that's not and that's not a meal. That's not a meal. 
That's never a meal. Never a meal. Not for your not for your uh, partner's parents or for anybody. I mean, again, yes, unless that, you have consent. Unless you have consent, which that is was, that's that all freaky realm. That's like that's so, your business, and that's yes. fine. You know, yeah. And if you want to tell us about that, we'll listen. We got any more stories tonight? What's going on? One last story. We got one more story. And I'm gonna read it. Are you ready? I'm okay. ready. This one is only called Names Change to Protect My Ass. I'd recently moved to a different state and was trying online dating for the first time. I'd met a woman, let's, let's call her Dusty, and we'd been hanging out for a few weeks. She was also fairly new to Tinder, having been in a long relationship and then spending months being stalked by her most recent ex. She was also a vampire. She'd walk her kids to the stop for a school bus around 6.30 in the morning. Then when she got back home, it was bedtime. I'm at work one day about 7.30 a.m. and I get a call from Dusty. Hey, Dusty, it's super early. What are you doing up? Oh, my God, Kevin. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Kevin. Oh, my God. Whoa. Hey, are you okay? Fuck. The cops are here. I'll call you later. I tried to call her throughout the day, check the police website, no answer, no sign she had been arrested. The next day, I get a call from a number I don't have saved on my in my phone. It's Dusty. I'm going to pick her up tonight and we'll go get a couple of drinks. I pick her up. We get to the bar. She finally tells me about the previous day. She'd gotten home from dropping her kid off and had been asleep for just a few minutes when her ex woke her up. He was in her bedroom. They cat and mouse on either side of the bed for a minute before she slips past and gets cornered in the kitchen. She grabs a steak knife off the counter. He keeps coming towards her saying something like, what are you going to do, stab me? So she stabs him a dozen times in the chest. What the fuck, you stabbed me. He runs out of the door, jumps in his car and drives off. Dusty called the cops, took a breath, then called me. Then the cops showed up. Turns out her ex made it about four blocks away from her house before he died behind the wheel and crashed into a telephone pole. Did he die from bleeding out? Yes. Yeah, because that would make sense. Yeah. She spent all day in the mobile crime scene unit showing them the thousands of texts and emails from her ex, either begging her to take him back or threatening to come kill her. Police kept her phone to properly compile the evidence. That's why she called me from a different number. Well, that was a hell of a thing. I eventually take her back to the house, and we make plans to hang out again in a few days. The day we're supposed to hang out comes and goes. She's not answering my calls. She hasn't hit me up on Facebook or anything. Next day, I get a call from another number I don't recognize. It's Dusty again. Some big thing came up. Can we hang out tonight? Also, I'm not to pick her up from her house but she's only a couple miles away from there. I get to the new address. It's her aunt's house. The house is packed to the gills with Jesus paraphernalia, and her aunt is not in a good mood. I assume it's because there's some dude with tattoos on his face knocking on her door. Dusty starts telling me the story as soon as we're in the car. Cops came back and kicked her out of her house, so her mom is going to stay there with her kid. Cops also... Hold on confiscated is for sure the next word yes they always take everything they don't fucking pay you for it at all we take a sip of beer yeah they'll take a sip of your belongings and they'll take it away 
and never pay you. They never gave me back my machete. <laughs> Cops also confiscated everything in the house capable of accessing the internet. Her computers, her iPod, even her DVD player. I'm just sitting there driving, quiet, confused, concerned. We get to the bar, order drinks, and she continues like this is nothing. While the cops had her phone, she was receiving messages and pictures on Kick Messenger. Because, you know, she's in a bunch of child porn trading groups in there. But don't worry, I'm telling them my ex signed me up in the groups to fuck with me. At this point, I claimed to be too hungover to keep drinking and drove her back home. I never spoke to her again after that, but she did try to add me on Facebook a few times. For months after, whenever this came up on the news, the TV station's Facebook pages would get a bunch of comments from her neighbors. I bet that sweet girl didn't even do it. She's probably covering up for the big guy with all the tattoos and the big truck that's been hanging out around there lately. I was the big guy with all the tattoos and the big white truck. Wow. So, Tinder date. Boy, I hate to sound like a broken record, but... That uh, resulted in murder. It's really good. It's a good idea to learn about people that you have any kind of interactions with. Just definitely learn about people a little more. How would you That's know crazy. That they're trading That's crazy. child porn, though? Well, I mean, I don't know. You can, I mean, you could get at least get at least get like I don't know, get some information about, because like who is who who is who is this person's friends? Yeah, but haven't you with? seen those? What kind like, of person uh, is that? You know, haven't who you seen those like to spend time around them? I don't know. Haven't you seen those like murder? I didn't know he was a murder shows or whatever the hell. Like at least these people are getting all their red yeah. flags out right right away. Because some people don't know about this shit for years later. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. That that's 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 true. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's a bunch of stories to to just affirm to everyone like how wild this world is, and the truth will set us free. You know, we can learn from the truth. <laughs> it's something we can learn from. You know, so I applaud everyone for. Thank you, everybody. That's true. Bridget, Bridget does all the work, but I just want to like say thank you to everybody uh including bridget so thank you everybody including bridget especially bridget and (laughs) if you didn't like this it's your fucking fault so don't complain because it's your fault are we doing just a cheers send off or like what are we doing here i don't know how much beer do you have left i mean there's more in my fridge there's not much left in this can though yeah i just finished mine but uh (laughs) yeah me too gone Another good round of stories. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, this was a lot of fun. I think people will think it's fun, too. Uh, and I can't stress enough that if, if people don't think it's fun, it's, it's, it's not our fault. It's their fault. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I, and I don't have to explain that. And neither do you. We don't have to explain that. That's just how it is. So, and, uh, and try not to do things that we've talked about tonight, like, that are bad. You know, like, don't. Like, ex- remember that everything that comes out of your body goes somewhere, and it's our jobs as adults to know where that stuff goes. And it really shouldn't be difficult, but if you feel confused, don't be afraid, afraid to, to reach out, and, and uh, we'll, 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 we'll try to help you out on the show here. Just tell us your stories, and we'll tell you why you're wrong and what you could do better in the future. Uh, basically, just consent is, is the big thing. So. 
Um, also, the next topic is party foul. Oh God, yes. So, I'm about to I'm about to do a story for that episode right now. Even I could throw yeah. up synthesizers. That no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Okay. I'm actually not that committed, but um, that'll be fun. Party foul. Then I'm thinking punk house. Yeah. Which is open ended, but will be more restrictive of what comes in. Okay. Yeah. I will have a few for you to let's do that to see if they're good. If they pass or not, uh, definitely. I've looked at some punk houses before. I've even lived underneath some punk houses before. I know. Yeah, where you live. Yeah, I've been above. All right. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. Like, our contributors were amazing for this one. We got some crazy stories. Like, even if they're, like, a little out there, we can still. Yeah, and, like, weird and uncomfortable and stuff, you know. But, like, that's awesome. It's true. It's fucking true. Be brave. Be brave to be We're thankful for it. Oh, hell yeah. Fucking absolutely. Mm -hmm. Be brave. Be true. Everybody. Let's be a community of brave people that can learn from our mistakes and from each other's mistakes. I love it. Yeah. Silver lining in trauma. It's like we can we can grow from it, you know, and like yes. that, that's that's the, that's the only good thing to do with it. So otherwise, you know, you're just going to stay depressed for your whole life. And <laughs> as a listener, I know that you're depressed. Otherwise, you'd have more things to do with your time <laughs> for something. <laughs> looking for You'll an escape. probably still be, <laughs> still be depressed after this, too. But. Like and subscribe and stuff. Right. That's what you're supposed yeah. to say to people. Let's cheers, some empty beers. Cheers. And fucking yes. Or All right. See you later. A good rock and roll to you. Next time. Bye. Bye. The cat does not shit on stuff. I'm just wondering if my room smells like fart. Well, maybe you were farting in your room. Sorry, that's my roommate. And she doesn't know why her room smells like cat shit. And she's trying to blame she's trying to blame my cat for her yeah. farts. And I'm like, dude, my maybe your farts smell like cat shit, honestly. Like, <laughs> oh, nobody ever farts in the room. Yeah, the cat didn't shit in her room. She fucking farted and smelled the cat. No, my cat's never shit anywhere. That wasn't like in a box.